0: Welcome back to the Ice Bad Sports Podcast. I'm Griff. I'm Matt. Matt, we have a lot to talk about today, so let's just jump right into it. Yes, um, we do. First game we want to cover from week what was it? Seven. Seven. Yeah, week seven. Wow, I can't believe we're going into week eight already. Yeah, we're halfway through the fantasy season. I know. That's crazy. In most leagues. Yeah. Um, first game to cover in week seven. Um, game of the week.
1: <laughs> we oh. got
0: the uh the the Bears and Raiders. Um, Tyson Badgett, actually, kind of good. Yeah,
1: um, who would have thought that a D2 quarterback would be able to succeed in the NFL? Um, he was 20. And on of, the Bears? Yeah, on the Bears, <laughs> especially. He's 21 of 29, 162 passing yards, one passing touchdown. Now, that doesn't tell the whole story because that stat line, it's like, uh, that's yeah. like mediocrity. But they steamrolled Vegas. They put up 30 points on Vegas. I mean, whose defense isn't horrible. No, it's been pretty solid. I mean,
0: you got Max Crosby back there. Like it, one of the best edge rushers in the league. I thought he was going to cause havoc all day long. And yeah, Badgin,
1: Badgin, performed. He did. I mean, he had some really good throws, especially DJ Moore, which I, I was worried about DJ Moore as a DJ Moore fantasy owner. You know, was he going to regress because he you know didn't have fields throwing to him, but instead he did just as well. Yeah. I mean, well, Fields, you know, isn't well-renowned as a passer to begin with, but Tyson Badgen was was flinging that thing. Yeah, he was. Um, should Fields be worried? Um, you know, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't I, 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 Yeah, I, I think Badgen is going to have that same hype as, like, Minshew had, yep. where he's going to be the type of guy that, you know, he's going to be a great backup. He's going to come in, he's going to provide a spark to that that team, but he's not anybody to build a franchise around.
0: No, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, but he looked good. I mean, he's probably going to get another start. Yeah. Um, no reason for them to rush Fields back. They they don't want to win games.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, with Tyson Badgett, you might win games. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he, he seems like he's a, a winner. He has a ton of NCAA records. Does he? Uh, yeah, I, I believe he has like the record for most passing touchdowns in a college career.
0: I know like in, in his last game he uh, he got scraped by the Colorado School of Mines. <laughs> a lot of those uh, those player headshots came out. And some of the guys that he faced, they had half a beard. <laughs> it's,
1: it's hilarious. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, like you said, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I mean, like the Pats upsetting the Bills.
0: Yeah, we've well, spent some time talking about who, that. Who who thought? That was going to happen. Um, not me. That was not my not, bingo
1: card for week seven. No, not me. Um, I mean, it was, it's funny because we were just having that debate last week at the last episode of Bill Belichick, right? You know, it, Should he be canned after the season? But and, he goes and does something like that.
0: Well, and the contract came out. Right. Well, yeah. The the contract that nobody knew about that somehow they just didn't report. Like, I, I didn't. Yeah, classic like, Patriots. Like, can, is that even legal? Uh, I don't know.
1: I, they, well, I, they did end up reporting it, just not right away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't did they release the figures on it? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. But apparently it was some massive contract yeah. to keep you know Bill Belichick tied uh to New England. But he proved a lot of the haters wrong upsetting. So Buffalo. did Mac
0: Jones. Yeah,
1: he was surgical.
0: Yeah. Twenty five of 272, seventy two, two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean and the gritty with Mike Kosicki. <laughs> but that,
1: that's been Mac Jones all season. He's it's been so up and down. Yeah. You know, he's so inconsistent. But I feel like if, if you were to get him a wide receiver one you you might actually be able to utilize him to the best of his abilities because he's he's not gonna you know be
0: the type of quarterback to go out there and scramble.
1: He's a, he's a pure pocket passer. He
0: is, but the the problem is he hasn't had a pocket this year. The yeah, whole line's true. been really bad. That is true. So I mean, give him a pocket and get him a good receiver. Yeah, and mix in those tight ends because you have two really good tight ends. You do. Gasecki yeah. and Hunter Henry are really solid tight ends, but you can't you can't even get the ball to your tight ends. You don't have time in the pocket.
1: Right, and then all of a sudden you work in that passing game, your, your run game improves, and Ramondre Stevenson's all of a sudden you know, returning to his full form. Well, especially which the last drive. He,
0: he caught a couple passes. Yeah. Um, the last drive, they looked really good. After yeah. uh, after the Bills went down and scored, they're like, all right, Mac's going to just put the team on his back, hit Kosicki in the end zone, and run down the sidelines and hit the Gritty with him.
1: Yeah, it's just like, where, where has this been all year for the Patriots, you know? like like, like They definitely they have talent on both sides of the ball, it just, you know, it, 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 what, what team's
0: gonna show up every week? Well, the pro, like their defensive talent. We talked about it. They're all right, banged up. A lot up. of injuries. Yeah, injuries. Um, their secondaries look really good. JC Jackson's looked really good since he returned.
1: Yeah, oh, well, I mean, you could have called that. It, it, it's it's classic Patriots, right? Yeah. They they develop a you know late round rookie or undrafted rookie, you know, turn him into a star. He goes somewhere else, you know, doesn't perform as well, and then returns to the Patriots and goes back to that star form. But uh, the Patriots, I mean, what are they, two and five now? Yeah. Their next four games are pretty winnable. I mean, well, obviously this week they're they're playing Miami. That's going to be a tough game. But then after that, you have Washington, Indianapolis, and the Giants. Yeah. If you come out of that three and one, all of a sudden you're back in. You're five and six.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know,
1: you you have a shot to get a wild card potentially.
0: Maybe. I mean, the issue is the AFC has been really good. It has been well, and uh, but I mean, has it has
1: it though? I mean, the the South, I mean, they're going to beat each other up. Yeah, that's the, true. The West, it's really been the Chiefs and nobody else out of there. Um, it's really the North they they have to compete yeah. with. But I mean, Cleveland's I mean, been banged si- up
0: since he's gonna since he's gonna get hot. Yeah, that that's the issue. Since he's gonna get hot, the Steelers are gonna find the way to win games, and the Ravens look really good. Right.
1: So I mean. I still think there's a chance, though, that you know they can they could potentially make the playoffs. There's if, an if, outside if they, chance, but there is a chance. Yeah, if, if they get hot. Um, a team that I don't think is uh, gonna make the playoffs is the Giants. Um, I mean, they did they did beat Washington. Yep, a and super low score game. Yeah, uh, but I, th- I think they have a I- issue at the quarterback position. Well, I don't think I know. Yeah, they, I mean, big time. With that situation, so you have Ty, Tyrod Taylor's come in, and uh, since he's coming for for an injured Daniel Jones, he's been very serviceable in two games. He's fifty three of eighty, five hundred seventy one yards, two touchdowns, and a one to one record. Yeah, um, and and not to mention, well, I mean that that's in three games, uh, counting the Daniel Jones uh, game where he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Daniel Jones should be back from his neck injury soon. Uh, the Giants have kind of looked better without him. I mean, you, you I go, you, you go, and that that game against the Bills, they were in it up until the very end. They they should have won that game, a hundred percent. They should have. Um, and they go, they you know weren't exactly dominant against Washington, but they've looked better the last two weeks. And the common de- denominator is they haven't had Daniel Jones. Um, by the same time, you know they lost Daniel Jones, but they gained Barkley back. He's yeah. a game changer. And they brought in Justin Pugh, who, I mean, who would have known he would have be their best offensive lineman this year? Yeah. I mean, he's ter- kind of turned that offensive line all around and, and given Taylor some, uh, you know, a pocket presence.
0: Yeah, but we got the issue now. Daniel Jones' contract.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you're paying him, what, f- it was four years, $160 million. 92
0: guaranteed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of money. You, you, you got to justify that contract. So yeah. I'm sure they'll end up starting Daniel Jones. Well, you, but you can't overlook the success Tyron
0: Taylor's had in. Jones I mean, absence. they're not the only team in this position. No, you look at the Browns. Browns still. Yeah, you, you got to justify the Deshaun Watson contract for the eternity now. Right. When I mean, he leaves the game, passes concussion protocol, and you just still bench him, which rightfully so. He, he looked terrible. Yeah. Um. And PJ Walker's just been better. And the, P.J. Walker hasn't been that good,
1: but yeah. he's just been better. Yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson has not gone back to the the form he was in Houston, but I mean he also went what a whole year, year and a half without playing football.
0: Yeah, I'm. Listen, I I get that too, but in like everyone's gonna keep making that excuse. You can't make that excuse anywhere at this point for him.
1: Yeah, I mean you're right. He's had up and. In- in, in a couple of weeks will have been a full year since he's returned. Yeah. So, because he returned, what, week 10 or 11 last year?
0: Yep, and he had a full off season. He had a full
1: off season. So, yeah, I mean, Cleveland does have themselves an issue, especially since, you know, you got to rely more on that passing game because you're without Nick Chubb for the season. Yeah, right. But the, that defense is playing at such an elite level that you're kind of in a win-now mode if you're Cleveland.
0: Oh, 100%. The defense is really good.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I the thing with Cleveland is you know you, you got to justify that contract just like Giants Daniel Jones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I do think Daniel Jones ends up getting the start when he's back, um, and it'll be really interesting to see how he does now that he has Barkley back, and you know they'll probably get Andrew Thomas back.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, he was uh, designated to return, right? I yeah. Think he's uh, coming back this week. I mean that's a that's
1: a huge get for the Giants' line he you know having a a solid not even solid he's a great left tackle.
0: Oh 100%. Uh
1: you know buy Daniel Jones a little more time but yeah I mean they're in such a uh, a stacked division there in the the east. Um and uh moving on how about uh Bijan Robinson this past weekend?
0: Yeah, NFL's looking into it They said um as to why Bijan's quote unquote illness. I wasn't reported before the game. I mean I saw him before the game. I wasn't there, but I saw, yeah. like, the videos of him before the game, and he looked fine.
1: Right, yeah, why, why was nothing
0: reported? He only played in a handful of snaps, and his only touch of the game came in their last drive before the game winner. Um,
1: Bijan? More like be gone. Um,
0: yeah, it's... That's bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but, maybe he came down with an illness, I don't know. Well, he said he had a bad headache, but come on. Like, oh, is that what it was?
1: Yeah, uh, a headache, you're, you're a running back, and... The NFL, yeah. like, it, it, either, if you're going to strap up and, and put your pads and helmet on, you got to be either 100% to play or you're going to stick through it. You know what I yeah. mean? And I saw st- something somewhere, like, Walter Payton had the flu and ran for, like, over 200 yards in a game. So, like, I, I think it's kind of, you know, a bad excuse, personally. And it's also, it's not fair to, you know, fans, because, like it or not, you know, your fans are either playing fantasy football or most of them are sports betting. Yeah. And if you have like a parlay or something that didn't hit because of Bijan well, That was the not biggest playing. thing
0: after the game. People yeah. are complaining to FanDuel and DraftKings. They're, they want their bets avoided on Bijan, which right. I mean, rightfully so. Yeah. But I mean,
1: I'm sorry, the NFL, you wouldn't be where you're at right now in the NFL. If you didn't have the fans and the fan support, Mm-hmm. And you know the people watching, the people buying the the jerseys, and going to the games, and and getting you all this revenue. You, you got to put the fans first in in some respect, in some regard, and letting them know information like this yeah. is, is very important. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I, I know it's pretty controversial because it's like, oh well, you know, it's betting or playing fancy, yeah. like, like it's based on you know how they perform. It, nothing's guaranteed or whatever, but. Uh, you got to have respect for the fans. The fans are the reason the NFL is successful.
0: Yeah. You,
1: you, you got to have some common decency and, and provide them with that sort of information before the game. No,
0: 100%. I, I totally agree. Um, Algier ended up getting pretty much a full workload. It looked pretty bad. Uh, 21 carries, 59 yards, only averaging 2.8 on the ground. Um, did have three catches for 53. Um, they did play Tampa, though, who, who's notorious
1: for having a good run D.
0: Yeah, and, and Algier's not a guy that's gonna run outside. He's an inside runner. Mm-hmm. Um and listen, their their front five, six was really good. So I mean
1: you knew something was wrong when they had Cordarell Patterson back right. there again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that and I I had to do a double take, which I played against Bijan or teams that had Bijan yeah. in two leagues in fantasy this week. So I wasn't really complaining, mm-hmm. but uh if I was in that position I'd be I'd be livid.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, moving on. We got the Ravens. They they dominated the Lions. Listen, I got I got I got to th- throw out here. Anytime you make your power rankings and put a new team at one, they lose. So, um, not putting Philly. At <laughs> I <league. laughs> was gonna say you might want to stay away from putting your Eagles on top. Um, I'll put but, the Chiefs on top. <laughs> please, please, but man, the the Ravens look good. Um, Lamar has to be a front runner for MVP right now.
1: Yeah. Well, I saw a graphic. Um if you're saying Lamar's got to be a front runner for MVP you got to put Jalen Hurts up there too cuz their their stat lines are eerily similar and the Eagles have one more win than Baltimore yeah like look up their stats and, and compare the two what what's Lamar at right now
0: he has he's uh he's 142 of 200 for one uh 1600 yards eight touchdowns three interceptions He's already ran the ball 69 times for 363 and 5 touchdowns.
1: Yeah, that doesn't show fumbles, though. Well, oh, yeah,
0: eight, 8 fumbles. Yeah, so... 5 lost.
1: Um, In terms of, like, turnovers, they're, they're like, pretty similar in turnovers. Yeah. Pretty similar in passing yardage. Uh, passing touchdowns, same thing. Rushing touchdowns. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, J- and that's as bad as Jalen Hurts has looked this year. And he's still putting up... Yeah, stats no, that's comparable to, to Lamar Jackson, that's so fair. I just I did want to put that out there. Lamar had a game though. Uh, he did
0: twenty one of twenty seven, three fifty seven through the air with three touchdowns. He added nine carries, thirty six yards, and a touchdown on the ground. He looks really comfortable in the pocket right now, and he's making big time throws. So uh, good luck to the rest of the league. Yeah, I mean when when Lamar doesn't have to scramble and make plays with his legs, and he could sit in the pocket and make throws all day long, and be accurate and throw the ball downfield and hit his guys, and the guys actually catch the ball. It's it, that's a dangerous offense,
1: yeah. I mean, Lamar, you know, he coming in the league, you knew he was an elite athlete, yeah. But it was always in question, you know, how can he perform in the pocket? How is he as yeah. a pocket passer? And this year, he started to prove that he, he's a, developed as a passer 100% pretty significantly, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I 100% agree that he's definitely up there for MVP, especially since you know that backfield doesn't really showcase any star running back.
0: Yeah. No, so, so exactly. He, he's kind of RB one. Yeah.
1: RB one for them and quarterback one. Um, and the amount of drops he's had to deal with this season too. Big time. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it he, his stats should be a lot better than they are. Um, imagine honestly, that
0: team brought in Hopkins instead of, uh, the Titans.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, they went and opted for Odell Beckham jr. Who's kind of yeah. washed, but, yeah. um, yeah, no, I mean, Lamar. Lamar's really good.
0: Um, On the Lions' side of the ball, listen, I mean, Jameer Gibbs finally got his start. Oh, my Demon God, Al-
1: about gosh darn time.
0: 11 carries, 68 yards in his first career score. Also added nine catches for 58 yards. Yeah, he had a day. Dan Campbell wasn't in lying fantasy. this time. No, he
1: wasn't. Um, you know, Jameer Gibbs went from the water boy to, you know, <laughs> the star RB1. Um,
0: Mike McDaniel next.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I... I I was lost for word. I was fully expecting Jameer Gibbs, especially with how the game went in terms of the Lions offense not producing. Yeah. I, I I really thought Gibbs was going to put up another eight, nine-point day. Yeah. I think he got me 27 yeah. he, in, uh, in fantasy. Yeah, had a day. Yeah. Um, very happy with that. And David Montgomery is probably going to miss more time.
0: Yeah, he may. Uh, he may miss this week. Um, I was reading into it as a David Montgomery owner. Um, yeah. I was reading into it. It sounds like... Because he's got a rib injury. So, I mean, it's, it's just tough. You never really know. Especially as a running back, yeah. Yeah, so he'll probably miss another game, which is huge for Jameer Gibbs.
1: Yeah, well, what does scare me, though, is they they did utilize Gibbs a lot, but they also were very ineffective and inefficient on offense versus the Ravens. Like, they got destroyed. They got blown out. They did not go toe-to-toe with the Ravens um, you yeah. know, on offense. So, like... Are, are they going to take it with a grain of salt? Like, okay, you know, uh, we lost, the loss is lost, chalk it up to that. Um, it was just a bad day. Or are they going to say, oh, we gave Gibbs all these touches. You know, we got destroyed. And maybe we'll be more cautious on how we use Gibbs going forward because, you know, we weren't as productive on offense.
0: Well, I, I don't know. I think he didn't have a lot of touches, especially in the first half. Right. Um, they were throwing the ball a lot and Goff didn't look good.
1: Yeah, well cuz I mean Goff's been great this year, but that's because he has one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah. Goff under pressure is not a good quarterback.
0: No, I agree. Um but I mean, listen, Gibbs played in 87% of snaps. I think that's huge, yeah. especially for when DeMont's back. Um, we know DeMont has the injury history. So Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean I I, I love Gibbs. Um hopefully this is a sign of what's to come and yeah. You know, maybe you can still buy kind of low on him uh, in some weeks. Maybe try to trade for him. Uh, speaking of trades, the Eagles traded for Kevin Byard. I did want to mention that. That's a huge addition to the defense. Um, a yeah, defense secondary's
0: that, been a little questionable.
1: Yeah, well, we've also been riddled with injuries in the secondary. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this coming right after the Eagles took down the Dolphins, which that's a huge win for the Eagles. I, I was talking about this last episode, um, how, how important it is for – Philly to to beat Miami, especially with the stretch of games they have yeah. coming up. Um, you know, it's a crucial win. Hertz was very inconsistent, despite finishing twenty three thirty one two hundred seventy nine yards two hundred seventy nine yards passing, two touchdowns, and a pick. He also had eleven carries for twenty one yards and a rushing touchdown. So, like on, on the on the books, it looks like he had great stats, but he had a lot of inconsistent throws. Um, the pick six, yeah, the pick six. Uh, I mean, just overall, he's. You know, it's just been inconsistent this year overall, and th- this game was a great example of that. It, it was on showcase for everybody to watch. Uh, A.J. Brown is a monster, though. He had 10 catches, 137 yards, and a touchdown. He has 52 catches, 809 yards, and three touchdowns on the season.
0: Yeah, he's been, like, top three this year.
1: Yeah, he's second in receiving yards. He, I mean, he's been unbelievable, but uh, there was one, one throw that Hurts did have that I want to put some recognition on, where... Hertz was getting pressured. He absolutely got destroyed after the throw. Was able to get the throw off. Threw it deep down, double coverage. AJ Brown was came down with it.
0: Oh no, no, it wasn't the one. No, no. Yeah,
1: and and uh, Brown made a a huge play. It was like a huge, like 30, 40 yard catch, um, in double coverage that Hertz placed perfectly. So even under pressure, you know, it's it's nice to see that. yeah another wasn't play where
0: He scrambled out of the pocket and it, they left AJ Brown uncovered downfield. Mm-hmm. He got tackled at the one. Yeah. Yep. And then Tush Push got the touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> man,
1: they gotta love that touch push. Um the brotherly brotherly shove. <laughs> but uh officiating was kinda questionable at times. Um yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know, anyone that watched the game has kind of seen it online, you know, ten penalties compared to none for the Eagles. The Eagles did have a couple, they were just offset by Dolphins penalties. Yeah. Um I, I, Officiating
0: uh, in the NFL this year has just been terrible all around. Yeah, so.
1: it, they definitely need some quality control. They need to start holding officials accountable I agree um, to you know the same standards as, as players find them yeah. you know um but one thing I did want to point out with Hertz is he's clearly injured you saw it after the game he's wearing a knee brace and you know we saw in the game 21 yards off of 11 carries is unlike him yeah that's super inefficient and you know even when he was getting pressure in the pocket or something he was taking sacks he was you know kneeling the ball if he was about to get hit you know. It, you could tell something's, something's off, but information surrounding it has been dis, hasn't been disclosed. So, we're kind of left up in the air. Again, it's kind of similar to the Bichon situation. I'd rather know as a fan, mm-hmm. you know, than be left wondering. Uh,
0: and Yeah, one last note on uh, week seven. We've got the Vikings taking down the 49ers last night. Kirkko looked pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, 35-45, of 378, two touchdowns. He had the one pick. Jordan Addison. He looked what, amazing. Wide receiver one now. um, Seven <laughs> seven catches, 123 through the air, two touchdowns, had the 60-yard bomb. Um, Yeah, like I said, he's number one in that offense with uh, Jefferson out.
1: It's going to be dangerous when Jefferson does come back. I agree. If he comes back, yeah. if they don't
0: trade him. And then that's uh, back-to-back losses for the 49ers now, and the offense is really struggling.
1: It, it is, um, especially without Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. But given, I mean – I was talking to somebody yesterday about this and I mean, being without your starting left tackle and starting receiver, that's, that's like the Eagles being without like, well, Lane Johnson's right tackle being without Lane Johnson and AJ Brown, our best yeah. offensive, one of our best offensive linemen and our best
0: well, wide receiver. saw so what happened when Lane Johnson went down against the jets too. Right. So, I mean, so, it is, it is huge. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely impactful. And even last week in their loss to the, uh, to the Browns, um, Trent Williams was banged up. It was clear that he was not healthy. Right. And, and Miles Garrett just ate. But, but yeah. Uh, but at the
1: same time, if Brock Purdy is this, you know, Destiny's child like everybody says he is.
0: I think it's almost Sam Darnold time.
1: <laughs> I don't think I, The way Purdy's played up until, you know, the last two games, is he's been good, but. No, Purdy didn't play terrible. He was pretty bad last night. Look at his stats. I think he had two picks. Did he? Yeah, he, he had two I didn't interceptions. Watch the game,
0: so. um, one yeah, he the, did have two. One, picks. one coming Tw- at the end of the game. 21 of 30, 272 with touchdown, two picks.
1: Yeah, at the end of the game, he had uh, they were driving, and then he threw it away. Well, I said threw it away, th- threw a pick. Yeah. And that, that was pretty much the game from there. Um, but, I mean, it, Brock Purdy, I don't know. Is the, the shine starting to wear off a little bit? I think so. Uh, I don't know. That, that's for a future episode to talk about. We'll, we'll yeah, see how he plays this week against Cincy. And uh, we'll we'll get back to you guys on that. But let's jump into our week eight picks. So our week seven results: uh, I went six and six. I'm now sixty four and forty one on the year. And Griff went five and seven. He's now 62-43 on the year. I pick up another game. I'm two ahead.
0: You are two ahead. Um, let's jump into our picks. We got Thursday night football. We got the Bucks at the Bills.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm taking Buffalo at home. Um, I mean. Tampa, they're traveling. It's going to be very cold in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a... Different climate is huge. Uh, Tampa, I mean, they are coming off against... A a loss against uh, Atlanta. Yep. But... Yeah, I mean that's just. I think that just means they're a beatable team.
0: Yeah, I mean Buffalo's coming off the big loss to yep. New England, and the, uh, I think Josh yeah. Allen has the game here. Yeah, this is a, this definitely is a bounce an back. Allen, Allen and Diggs game, right? Yeah,
1: now. Diggs goes for two touchdowns, 150 yep. yards receiving. I see. I could see yeah, I, I think
0: I think Buffalo wins. Me too. Uh, Rams at Dallas. Um, this one's, this one's a little tough for me, honestly. Um, Rams coming off a loss, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going Dallas here. Yeah, Dallas coming off a bye. Um, I, I think Dallas is just a better team. And yeah,
1: I think this can be a really close game. Um, the Rams have been in all the games they played this year. Stafford's been having a really good year, quietly. He has. Um, and now that he has Cooper Cup back to add to Puka Nakua, I mean, Tutu Atwell's been solid as well.
0: I think we should talk about Nakua real quick. Um, with Cooper cup coming back, I think a lot of people were scared because he really filled in the Cooper cup role. He, he yep. was running all of Cooper cups routes and listen, he's been at, at times outplaying Cooper cup still. He's um, looked really good. Put, uh, now, listen, we could, we could talk all day about how Matt Stafford makes wide receivers better and he's done it his entire career mm-hmm. and he doesn't get enough credit. I think he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time. Um, but Puka Nukua looks like he could be the real deal. And I yeah. think they've got something in this offense here. No, I,
1: I agree. Um and we'll talk about this guy a little later, but uh you brought back Daryl Henderson, yeah. Who is familiar with Sean McVay's offense. Yep. And he he seemed to fill that Kyron Williams role pretty well. Yep. Um I I think the the main concern with the Rams isn't the offensive side of the ball. It's definitely
0: defense. Oh, a hundred percent. Um the offense is gonna put up points.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if the Rams are able to contain Dak a little bit, just a little bit, I think they have a really good chance of winning this game. But seeing as it's in Dallas, Dallas is coming off a bye, I got to give the slight edge to Dallas. I think Dallas wins this game. Totally agree. Um, we
0: got Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay's looked really bad.
1: Yeah, Gre- Green Bay has been very disappointing. Um, I, I get it's a young team. I get that you have injuries on that offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Jordan Love's got to play better. Aaron Jones has got to play better. Matt LaFleur's got to put out better play calling. Um, this Green Bay team has too much talent to be performing as poorly as they have. Minnesota, on the other hand, is starting to get hot. Yeah, They're starting to get hot at the right time. Uh, I like Minnesota going into Lambeau and winning here.
0: I agree I for all the reasons that you said. And I also think uh, Minnesota's defense has really stepped up big time. Yeah, um, especially last night.
1: Well, they uh, they have um, what's his name there, the Brian Flores, right? Yeah, as
0: their DC. B. and
1: They said uh, last night that Flores has blitzed more times than anybody in the NFL, and uh, you know that's going to start eventually showing up. And we saw it last night, Everson, uh, not Everson Griffin. I'm sorry, uh, Danielle Hunter was yeah. was a beast. So I think uh, he wreaks havoc on Jordan Love this game.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, we got Atlanta at Tennessee. Atlanta coming off a win. Tennessee they on a buy. I think they were on a buy, right? No, I think so. Yeah. Definitely were. Yeah. Right. Um
1: but you can tell they're kind of mailing it in. Yeah, I think they're they shopping a, a lot of their veteran pieces. You, know, you already saw Bayard get traded to the Eagles. Yeah. Um You know, I mean I, I think it's time to see what you got in Malik Willis and Will Ellis. I agree. I think you got to get rid of T- Ryan Tannehill. Um, you know, even if you're sending him somewhere at the trade deadline, or or, or keeping him on the bench, I, I don't think you can go out there and start him anymore. I mean, he his on the field product has not been attractive at at all, and you're at a point where it's like this is pivotal. You you have, you know, you're a third of the season through, a little more than a third of the season through. You have two thirds left of the season. See what you got in your two trade young quarterbacks
0: next week, right?
1: I believe so. Yeah. See what you got in your your two young quarterbacks. Stop trying out this thirty-seven-year-old, you know, washed <laughs> QB, and uh, you know, see if you can, you know, maybe even get a potential spark. Yeah, but I, I like Atlanta here going into Tennessee. Um, the reason I asked about the trade deadline is like,
0: does Derek Henry get moved?
1: I could see it. I could see it a hundred percent. I mean, if, if there's a team that's needy at the running back position, like Cleveland, could you imagine Cleveland with Derrick Henry behind that O line? Yeah. Um, I know they have Kareem Hunt, but I mean, Kareem Hunt, even with Nick Chubb there, he was always a complimentary piece. Yep. I think he would be a great complimentary piece to Derrick Henry.
0: Yeah. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to make my pick. Uh, wow. I just started like crazy. <laughs> I'm going to make my pick real quick. Um, I'm going Tennessee here at home. I think they pull off a win. Uh, see, I I was on the fence about that. I I
1: think this could be a game. Tennessee could win. Um, you know, Atlanta coming off a big
0: win against Tampa. Yeah. Uh. But, uh, I mean, I'm not really interested in this game. No, <laughs> I can't can't say I'm uh, really excited to turn on the TV and watch these two play. But
1: I don't know. I, I can't say I'm confident in Desmond Ritter. Yeah. But I'm confident in every other offensive weapon in Atlanta. I mean. Kyle Pitts has been getting used a lot more lately. Um, Drake London has been getting used more consistently as well. Um, Arthur Smith's starting to use his guys, except for Bijan. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think if they continue to do that, they're going to start winning more and more games. Yeah, uh, give me Atlanta.
0: New Orleans at Indy. I'm going to go Indy at home here. Um, Indy, listen, they they should not have lost that game. Um, the officiating at the end of the game was really, really, really bad. Um, and I think the refs threw that one away. They should have beat Cleveland there. But whatever, got to move on. Minshew had a great had, day. He had four he had, touchdowns. He did. He also had a couple turnovers, which uh, not ideal. That kind of hurt them a little bit. But he looked really good as a passer. Yeah, I mean, And they, they especially put, with his legs. He made plays with his
1: legs, too. Jonathan Taylor looks back and explosive as heck. Yep. Um, New Orleans looks like crap uh yeah i mean Derek carr is not good yeah he's less than mid um i i like indy a lot here at home like you said they should have won last week you put up 38 points and you lose yeah that's infuriating um that indy offense is clicking uh garden Minshew, michael pittman josh down michael pittman wasn't even involved that much towards until the end um Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss, yeah, and that Moss and Taylor, is Taylor both
0: played in fifty percent of snaps. Um, Taylor looked really good. Taylor was way more efficient than Zach Moss. Um, Taylor's well, yeah. back. I mean that that offense is really clicking, and I don't think the defense is as bad as as they looked at yeah. times against the Browns. Um, I I like Indy here. I think Indy uh, wins by a couple scores.
1: I one hundred percent agree. Give me Indy. New England at Miami. Now New England's coming off a big win. Do they continue the momentum? But Miami's also coming off a big loss. Yeah. Um, You you go, you lose to Philly. I mean, it, yeah, the officiating <laughs> did play a part in that. But also, Miami got outplayed on both sides of the ball there. Yeah, they did. And, uh, you know, New England, I feel like, always plays well in Miami.
0: They do. Um... I think this is
1: a close game. I'm still going to give the edge to Miami because Mike McDaniels is too good of a coach to lose back-to-back games. With with this current roster, but I I think it's going to be a really tight tight. I don't game. think Tua's ever
0: lost against New England, has he? I'm not sure what I think that is. I think that's, I like think that's a that. Stat. Um, yeah, I got I got Miami by a couple scores here. I don't think it's really close. I think Miami gets back to their form of beating up bad teams. <laughs> um, and Tyreek Hill goes for. I'm going to throw a big number out there. I think Tyreek Hill has like 220 it's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> For I, him, yeah. Yeah, I think he had puts up like 220 honestly. I could um, see it.
1: Um yeah. yeah, give me Miami. Uh next up Battle of MetLife New York Jets at the New York Giants, New Jersey at New Jersey whatever.
0: Um I'm It's t- the Battle of Jet Life baby. Let's go Jets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going Jets just yeah. because the the Giants I mean, I could see this going either way. But I got to go to the team with a better defense.
0: Like, yeah, I was just going to say, I think our defense is the the reason we win this game here. Um, I like the Jets by a score. I think it's going to be a very close game.
1: Yep. Uh, Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. This is going to be a great game. I agree. I think that both teams have very solid defenses. Yeah. I think I'd give the edge to Pitt's defense because they have TJ Watt. But
0: I'm changing my pick.
1: You're going Pitt? I'm going Pitt. I'm going Jacksonville because I think this comes down to who's able to score more. Oh, obviously, who's able to score more points. But I I think Jacksonville is going to be able to score more points. I don't think Pitt's offense is, you know, as, as efficient as Jacksonville's is. And, uh, you know, I mean, Kenny Pickett's not looked amazing or impressive at all this year. Um, I, I just I like Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Pitt. I think their defense gets a score. And uh, that's the difference there. I could see it. I yeah. mean, I I could
1: see this game going either way, but I, I got to lean with uh, Trevor Lawrence, the better quarterback there. And, I mean, uh, look at all the offensive weapons in, in yeah, no, Jacksonville. The, no, I, Ridley, I, it's going to be a Kirk, really good game. Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, and then ETN in the backfield. Like, yeah, Jacksonville, uh, they haven't played to their potential yet, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think we'll see, you know, them play at peak here uh, at Pitt. Next up, we have Philly at Washington. Now, Washington always plays Philly very tough. Yeah. And this game's in Washington. But Philly's riding high. They just came off a huge win in Miami, which, again, you know, law of averages says Washington should win this at home. But this is a, another must-win for Philly, especially with the, their upcoming stretch. You know, Dallas, San Fran, Buffalo, KC, Dallas. Like, y- you got to win these these games. And uh, that's that's why I'm going Philly here. I mean – would it be smart to maybe sideline Hurts with that injury? Probably, but knowing Hurts... And- Who's your backup? Is it Mariota? It's Mariota. Um, yeah, I mean, he's serviceable.
0: Yeah, I know. I agree. I, I, Mariota's good enough to beat Washington.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I personally, that's what I would do. I, I would bench Hurts, try to get him healthy. Um, But, I mean, I, I think regardless, Philly's just the overall better team here.
0: Philly's a better team. Um, Sam Howell d- did not look good at all. He's and been inconsistent, very inconsistent. they will have a game where he looks really good, a game where he's terrible. And last week was a terrible game. Um, Washington's just—they're not clicking on offense, and they can't really put it together week to week. I, for that reason, I got to go Philly here, and I don't really listen. I know Washington always always plays you guys pretty close. I don't think this one's a close one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think AJ Brown just eats up uh, whoever's on him. Saint Juiced, yeah. It's like it's not gonna be. It, yeah, I got Philly by a, a good amount here.
1: I hope so. Uh, next up, Houston at Carolina. Carolina has not looked good. Houston coming off a bye. Yep. CJ Strouds looked really good. Houston's Houston coming off really a bye, solid. which
0: means I think Tank Dell should be back yep. coming off his concussion. Um, I got Houston here. That Carolina, I got Houston too. I, I don't know if Carolina will win a game.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. Um, Cleveland at Seattle. I was back and forth on this game. But I'm leaning Seattle just because it's so tough to play in
0: Seattle. I agree. Same exact reason. I think this is going to be a very good game. I also got Seattle just giving them the edge because they're the home team here.
1: Yeah. um, It should be a great game, though. Yeah. Casey at Denver. Denver does not look good. I mean, did they win last week? Who did they even play? Um,
0: They uh, played Green Bay.
1: Green Bay, yeah. Yeah, They 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 barely beat Green Bay, but Green Bay is not that great of a team. Casey's... One of the best teams in football. They've come and proven that week in week out.
0: They looked really good against the Chargers. Casey's
1: going to sweep them.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: Baltimore at Arizona uh,
0: could be a trap game. Um, I I don't know. I think Baltimore stays hot though. I think they yeah. uh, I think they wipe yeah. I mean yeah, wipe the floor. It's, and it, yeah, it, it's mop them up
1: <laughs> after such a dominant performance against Detroit. How do you not like them against yeah. one of the worst teams in the league in yeah. Arizona. I got to go Baltimore. Cincy at San Fran. Very good game. The, yeah, this should be a great game too. I'm going Cincy on the road here. I I like that pick, especially since San Fran's lost back-to-back. And Cincy coming off a bye. Yeah. Kind of a get-right week. Uh, what scares me though is San Fran's lost back-to-back games. Yeah. They're too good of a team to lose three games in a row. Um, even if they're without Trent Williams and Debo again, uh, I still think they pull out the win here in what should be a shootout.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chicago at the Chargers in Sunday Night Football. Gotta go Chargers here, but would not surprise me if Badgett comes out and puts puts together a win against this Chargers team who's just very up and down. Um, and underperforming. Underperforming. They gotta get Eckler involved.
1: Yep. No, I, I 100% agree. I'm taking the Chargers, but I'm not confident in that pick. I.
0: Me too. Um, yeah, I mean, Chicago,
1: they're starting to play a lot better um and uh i just i don't know i mean this is a game that that the chargers should win but these are also the type of games that the chargers tend to blow yeah uh and then monday Night football finally we have vegas at detroit this is a bounce back game for detroit this is a statement game for detroit
0: yeah detroit's just a far better team yeah Um, i think they destroy them i agree especially the vegas coming off a bad loss to chicago i think detroit coming off the loss um they're a good team. Vegas is not a good team. Uh, let's go Detroit. Yeah, I agree 100%. <laughs> yeah,
1: That's going to conclude our week eight picks. Yeah. Um, move on to the waiver wire watch. Starting so, out, uh, we got Daryl Henderson. We'll try to wrap through these pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, Kyron Williams and Ronnie Rivers are both on IR. They're going to miss the next couple of games. Henderson, familiar with Sean McVay's offense and should be the main guy in that rim's backfield until either back returns. Uh, versus the Steelers, Henderson ran the ball eighteen times for sixty-one yards. Uh, he also had a touchdown and finished as RB seventeen in fantasy last week. He was featured on fifty-seven percent of snaps as uh, well, and he's only rostered in thirty-seven percent of sleeper leagues. So chances are he's still available.
0: Yeah, I like it. Um, next up, we got another running back. We got Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt. He's not going to be available in a lot of leagues. Probably he's rostered in seventy-one percent of leagues. But if he's available, you got to go out and get him. Uh, he followed up his strong week six performance where he was uh, RB12 um, with another day, another solid game finishing as RB14. Um, he he has been shadowed by uh, Jerome Ford ever since he's returned to Cleveland, but Ford was is out now. Um, the ankle injury. Ankle injury, and Hunt should be thriving in uh offense that he's very familiar with. Yeah, um, with an
1: increased workload.
0: Yep. Yeah. He uh, looked really good. He scored.
1: Yeah, no, I I think Hunt is definitely a, a solid Band-Aid to pick up. Uh, another guy that you should look out for is Josh Downs. Now, Downs has been Minshew's go-to receiver ever since Minshew mania took over Indianapolis, brother. Uh, Downs has had five or more receptions in the last three games and a touchdown in his last two. Uh, Downs has been playing over 70% of snaps for the Colts. He's coming off a huge game last week where he put up five catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown, finishing as wide receiver four in Week 7. Uh, he's only owned in roughly half of sleeper leagues uh, and should be a priority to pick pick up downs uh, since he's been playing like a wide receiver too in fantasy.
0: Yeah. Uh, next up, another receiver, Rasheed Rice. Um, he may be a rookie, but he's quietly becoming Patrick Mahomes' favorite target. And I, I just want to throw out there, you got to throw away preseason drops. Yeah. Preseason drops, it, it, they don't matter. Look at Jamar Chase. Now you look at Rasheed Rice who's stepping into a big role. I don't want to compare the two, but I mean – those yeah, the first two that I can think of. And,
1: and the thing with Rice, too, is he's seen his snap percentage go up every week the last three weeks. Um, he's played in a season-high 59% of snaps this past week, uh, where he ended up uh, going for five catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown, finishing his wide receiver 14. Uh, Rice has gone over 10 fantasy points in five out of seven games this year, in PPR leagues, that is. Uh, and he's rostered in 67% of sleeper leagues. But with Rice's snap percentage growing and the fact that he's got the best quarterback in the league throwing to him, uh, Rice is tremendous upside, and I highly recommend you pick him up in your leagues if he's still available.
0: Yeah, completely agree. Um, he's been really good. And then, uh, the last guy we got on here, we got Dalton Kincaid. Um, we got Dawson Knox missing some time with wrist injury. Um, so now it's time for the rookie to step up into a bigger role. Kincaid's coming off a game where he brought in all eight of his targets for 75 yards, making him tight end seven on the week in PPR leagues. Um, he's only rostered in 41% of sleeper leagues, and I think he should be a priority add if you do not have a top-tier Tight end on your roster already?
1: Yeah, I think the Dalton Kincaid uh, breakout is is going to be upon us. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but that's going to wrap us up. Yeah, longer episode today, a little bit. Yeah, eh, eh, pretty average, same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check us out on all of our social media platforms. We're at Ice Bath Sports on Instagram and TikTok at Ice Bath Pod on Twitter slash X, which we got to start using again. Yeah. Um, I'll get back on that. Yeah, we'll and see. then, uh, yeah, we could check out the video version of this episode if you're not already on the Ice Bath Sports Podcast YouTube page. We will see you guys next week. As always, always, stay cool.
1: cool.